Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Tia with She Speaks Podcast, bringing you weekly inspiration from my real, raw, unfiltered, and sometimes very, very messy life. Sit back and listen in on my personal growth, journey of healing, dating stories, and opinions on everyday life, geared to inspire you to also live your best life and get through whatever obstacles you may face. Peace, love, and light. And now a word from our sponsor, Organic Radiance. Organic Radiance is an all-natural product line created to deliver the best results from the purest ingredients. Mint conditioning growth serum moisturizes the scalp and hair follicles using essential oils. For your body, Whip Appeal Body Butter is made from organic West African shea butter and Capuzu butter from the Amazon. Check out the Instagram page at o.radiance and find the shop on Etsy at Organic Radiance LLC, one word. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Hi followers, it's Tia here with another episode. Um, today's topic is toxic femininity and I have a special guest, Tania. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. I'm Tania. Or Nia, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, thank you for having me, Tia. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining. <laughs> okay, so we were discussing toxic females, and yes. we went. I went just to Google it just so I can get some more knowledge on it. And what we found was a true definition of toxic femininity. Is not what we had in mind at all. Mm-hmm. So, via the psychology.com, psychologytoday.com, excuse me, there's an article posted on toxic femininity last August. So, by definition, toxic femininity is when one works to benefit of the others, but to the detriment of themselves, meaning mm-hmm. women who will scale back who they are and they submit to a gender role in order to make the man comfortable, basically is what that is. And so I just want to discuss with you, um, before defining what it was, what was your definition of like toxic women, toxic behavior? Mm. So before I read this article, well, I believe toxic um, femininity to be actually mirrored what, you know, toxic masculinity is. And my head, like the version of that is just, you know, a woman just um, like, for example, a woman who constantly, you know, emasculates men or, um, you know, a woman that is just, you know, a bunch of addictive behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um trapped in the cycle of doing the same thing over and over and expecting uh, different results. You know, just basically anything that's unhealthy, but more so coming from an angry perspective. I don't know if that's because of my own experience, my my own experiences and the toxic women that have raised me in my own family um, have shown me what that to be. So I don't know if that probably... um, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that actually? I want. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Modeled the way that I that I think a toxic female is, mm-hmm. or to be. 
Um, like for me, when I thought of like toxic behavior, I always think of like things that people do as far as like being manipulative. Like, mm, yeah, like, like, a a big one. like, cause I've done this before. Well, I know I'm in the wrong, but I'm going like act sad and depressed about it to make the guy feel bad just to get my way about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that whole little play soft and weak and like you just so upset like right into the agenda just to get what you want and then also the way that sometimes we it's like we be putting pressure on a guy like to do what we want and mm-hmm. it's like oh, well you ain't gonna do it well I guess we ain't having sex today because you ain't doing what I want you to do you know what I'm saying like just that whole being manipulative is when I thought of toxic women that's what really came to mind, like being manipulative and like trying to get your way by any means necessary. You bring up a good point too, um, especially with the withholding sex. I've definitely, I've done that multiple times and didn't feel bad about it. And now looking back, that was, that was really freaking toxic. And in mm-hmm. a way, I think that that's a, that's a privilege, like a feminine privilege. You know, because we know that this is ultimately a prize that they want. Right. So we're going to try to use it. that to shape their behavior. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. ain't getting this if I can't get what I want. Right. It's like being, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, withholding your vagina because you know that they basically, like, it's like the power, the power of the pussy. Sorry right. For my language, but the power of the pussy is really real. Um, and in a way it's kind of, I guess, I don't know if I will go as far as kind of trapping somebody mm-hmm. to get them to do what you want, but manipulation is the perfect term for that. <laughs> right. Because it's like, like you said, that's what they want. So it's mm-hmm. like, look, in order to get this, I'm going to need you to do this. And if you don't, then I guess you just ain't going to get it. Right. And most, most women is like, I don't want no other, you know, guy to come in and, and get what's mine. Right. Right, you know, <laughs> and to make them act and make them straighten up, right? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you, got, you, you, you do got them ones that just well, since you ain't gonna give it to them, go get it from somewhere else, exactly. And then again, we go into that cycle of making them feel bad about that, right? Because when. they should have did what we wanted you to, mm-hmm. so yeah. and then it all starts back with girl because you was being like childish, that yeah. And now you got him out here cheating, and now you want to blame him for cheating because you was being childish. Right. <laughs> like, uh-huh. The whole cycle is all your fault. <laughs> and it takes a lot to acknowledge that, too, because we don't want to. Yeah. Right, because we never want to be wrong. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. We never want to hold ourselves accountable for our actions that make the other person react. Yeah. Because you never know how they're going to react. But then it's like, sometimes... I'll have like a whole argument in my head of how it's going to go. And then like when the conversation happened, it don't go that way. And then it's like, shit, like what mm-hmm. I'm going to do now, like how I'm going to fix it because I started this to get what mm-hmm. I want. And now I'm not getting what I want. Cause it's going, he ain't saying what I want him to say. So I can respond the way I'm supposed to respond. Like how it was mm-hmm. supposed to go down with my head. So you and like you, you, these problems. You amping it up. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, what's the next tactic? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We just gotta get it together. 
hold yeah. yourself accountable for your stuff that you be doing. So, um, we, the next question, what topic was, um, what behaviors did you think were toxic for yourself or women in general? We kind of just went over that. Yeah, for me, definitely, and I and I just posted a picture with this, right? Seeing the red flags, knowing they there, mm. but you like, oh, but they suck, you know, they're trying, they know they got mommy issues, their family ain't. You know, maybe I can, you know, try to try to be the fixer. And that's my right. problem because right. I'm setting myself up like, oh, they going to, you know, they not going to do me wrong because I've been there through this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. you know, gave them the benefit of the doubt. They not going nowhere. I was telling a lie to my damn self. And then it's like when, when the relationship <laughs> don't go and then they do leave, you know, it's like damn it's like sitting back can I really be mad at them because not seeing mm-hmm. who that person showed me you know they were showing themselves and and I wasn't trying to see it so it was like the only person I can blame is myself going you know and I just got out of a, a long-term relationship and I think often like wow like I really don't have a reason to be upset because this person showed me who they were time and time again right you know but and I, I, mm-hmm, I chose to stay we all and, and like you said we always want to be like no he ain't gonna do that or she ain't gonna do that because mm-hmm. i've been here for her or him and and i've been good to them they not gonna do me like that mm-hmm. and it's like you just said believe who people show you and tell you they are yes but why and don't we want to see that yeah why why don't so, we pay attention to these flags when they there like we I see them but it's, and it's like <laughs> so, like my homegirl the guy she was saying, he told her straight out, I'm not, I don't know how to be faithful. I'm not going to sit here and play games with you. I just don't know how to be with just one woman. And she was like, even though he said that to me, when I seen him in person, I kind of was feeling like, let's just try to make it work. And I'm like, girl, he told you, mm-hmm. like, he's not showing you no red flags. He told you straight from his mouth, he don't know how to be faithful. Do not go into that situation again thinking you're going to change him when he just told you he can't be fair. Right. So he set a boundary. And it's like, I don't know why we do that. <laughs> he huh? he was, he you know, he wasn't trying to set you up for failure. You know, he's like, you right. know. He just told you straight mm-hmm. out. And it's like, I don't know why. Like, like I told her, we just like, as women, like you said, we'd be like, we can fix mm-hmm. it. We can try to help them change, but it's like, no, when people show you who they are, you got to believe them and accept them as they. Right. Like, nobody, you can't change nobody. Like, let it go. And I told you it's going to take you a while. You have to cry about it. Mm-hmm. Write them, I hate you letter. I don't know, but <laughs> you're going to have to do some kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start to detach yourself from that because don't ever think that you're going to change him because he just told you he's not changing. Yeah. And I feel like a guy can like somebody you can be faithful to one person mm-hmm. you just have to want absolutely to. so basically he don't want to be faithful to you he still want to play around and i also think too so. the when weighing your pros and cons the the pros of being faithful to that individual have to outweigh the cons and if you right. don't value right. them to a certain extent you're not going to be faithful you know and i think respect has a long way to go so but 
just based off of what you told me a little bit about that situation, it seems like he respected her enough to let her know up front, hey, these are my intentions, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is who I am. But again, being so right. hopeful that we got this magic power to change situations so that they work out in a benefit for us. And I think that that ties into being a little bit selfish even too. Mm-hmm. You know? Because you're already thinking about yourself. Right. You're thinking about being happy with this person. Mm-hmm. And you make up this idea, like you said, like, you can't change people, girl. You got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Ain't no red flags. He's telling you, black and mm-hmm. white. Like, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's telling you, I'm going to cheat. Just let you know. And you can deal with it or you cannot deal with it. But Yeah, you can roll on and roll along. I mean, that's what they say. I mean, that's yeah, hard. You better roll along. <laughs> I mean, roll on. Not roll on. Roll on. And forget him. Forget him. Mm-mm. Yeah, because there's plenty of people out there, you know, but I know it's that when you don't think that you found this person, it's like, oh, like, if they just change this one thing, if they could just be faithful, everything mm-hmm. is going to work out. But no. Right. People don't want to. <laughs> I know right now, like, it's like after getting out a, a relationship almost eight nine years, it's I don't want to be tied down right now. Now it's like I I miss the comfortability of coming home to someone and waking up to someone, you know. And right. you know my last relationship was with a female and it was kids involved. So yeah, my whole routine changed. But it's like at the end of the day, I got to tell people up front, like, look, we can hang out, we can chill, whatever. But this is not what I want. I'm healing. I'm still got my own shit that I need to unpack. You know, no, right. I don't need you to be my therapist. I don't need you to sit here and wait for me to get my shit together. You know, and I'm not going to hold you if right. you need to leave. You know? Right. Right. And that's good to say that up front and to recognize that like you just don't want to go back into a relationship mm-hmm. and that you're not ready. Yeah. And that's something I had to like tell myself because I was in a relationship for 11 years mm. and it's like like you say you miss the comfortability of like coming home to a person yeah. having somebody you talk to so it was like at first I was like I don't want to be by myself I need to have somebody come home and talk to I need to find me mm-hmm. a boyfriend or somebody who won't just be there and then it's like I really was not ready yeah. I'm still not ready mm-hmm. so even though I want to have that person I want to have another relationship I just gotta let myself and ex- I had to accept the truth about myself that I'm not ready for another relationship. Exactly. So, like you are, and I don't want to be toxic to somebody else because I wasn't ready. Yeah, because karma is real, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like when you've been hurt to the point where you ain't think you would come back. It's like, do I really want to be that person? I don't. I don't want right. to become. I don't want to become. Um, you know, um, emotional vampire just sucking the life out of people. Like, sometimes I sit and I, I, you know, I look at people like, you know, you want me, but I will really fuck your life up. Like, the state that I'm in right now, you know. And females right. living up on the news dead. I ain't trying to play with nobody's feelings at this point, you know. <laughs> at all. At all. Because men, men uh, they play tough, but really, they, they got feelings that will get hurt really easily. And that's how a lot of women end up killed because a guy feelings hurt. He don't know how to deal with those emotions. He mad. He take it out on you, and you yeah. 
in somebody's trunk somewhere. Because he don't know how to deal love with the, the, the You know, if you really hate somebody, um, that, that means you really, you must really love this person to hate them. And them crimes of passion. Right. Yeah. Let them have that and effect And I'm not even and... trying to yes. go there, but, yes. like, I didn't know, like, it's my first time dealing with a guy in, I don't know how long. Probably since before I was even 21. So, mm-hmm. now just, you know, talking mm-hmm. to guys, it's like, they really do, like, have emotions. It's not, you know, they may act one way in front of, like, other females and not with friends or whatever, but one-on-one, this is, like, totally new for me. And I'm like, wow. I've dealt with females who, you know, are more aggressive than you. So it's like, is that my own toxic, you know, right. traits that I already have a, uh, you know, thought out plan that, oh, this is what a guy's supposed to be like. No, they actually care when you don't return their phone call. You know? (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's hard for me, like, to see because, and this is why I feel like I'm not ready because it's hard for me to see that in guys. Like, it's hard for me to relate to, yeah, you got feelings because it's like the stuff I've been through is like, oh, he did that because he ain't had no feelings. He ain't care about me. So Mm -hmm. that means none of y'all really have no feelings. Y'all don't care about nobody. Mm And that's how I'm occurring. Right. So it's just like I got to accept the fact that guys, yeah. like you said, they do care you don't call. And even though they might play tough, yeah. they really do care. So when they do something your ex did, it's like, oh no, I know that. my ex used to do stuff like that. So this whole thing is going to be right. shit. So I'm just about to cut it off now. I have a habit of doing that. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and I see how, like, mm-hmm. I have to be reminded time and time again, like, Tania, I'm not your ex. You know. And it, it's like, it mm-hmm. is so, it's scary mm-hmm. being single out here because you don't know, like, people intentions. Right. You don't know. Okay, so let me see. The next question, the topic that we have is, does the real definition of toxic femininity change your mindset of um toxic women in general or do you think they both kind of interrelated i think that they are interrelated in a way but but the definition like according to this the article um it really made me look in you know inward a little more if anything you know like damn Mm -hmm. i really got some shit that i need to, to work on um but yes, mm-hmm. I think that they go that they go hand in hand because it's all unhealthy. You right. know. Um just like the toxic masculinity. Yeah, I think when I think of toxic masculinity, it's like I thought of that as like men feeling like but it's kind of like men being for putting themselves mm-hmm. above women, feeling like they're superior. So when I look at toxic femininity, it's like that's women actually um, conforming mm-hmm. to that, like being weaker just so the man can feel better. And it's like I didn't think of it. I didn't think yeah. it would be that definition. I thought it would be more like 
behavior of women when they're trying to get what they want, which is kind of in one of the articles, the second article, I think it did talk about that women who use um, their gender as an excuse to mm. behave the way they do. And one ex- one example was um, women who are like managers or bosses in the office and if they have a bad day. They say, oh, well, it's because I'm on my menstrual that I was acting like a bitch yesterday, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Which I think that does happen. <laughs> and like it plays into like women who take on that toxic masculinity trait of feeling like they're superior to everybody else because they are the boss. Yeah. So yeah, they all go hand in hand. It's all unhealthy. Um, yeah, and and I mean we see that we see that I in wonder, politics too though. You know, we definitely we yeah. definitely see that in, yeah. in politics. Um you know, in the period thing, I can speak to that because I already know it's like I'm not a very emotional person. So mm-hmm. it's like if I'm like crying and crying, I'm like, why are you crying for no reason? Like, ain't nobody do nothing to you. Don't just be irritating yourself. You're probably pissing a lot of people off around right. you. Then it's like, okay, I start bleeding. And then I was like, I have a high moment. Like, okay, I knew I wasn't, you know. I knew I wasn't all right. Yeah, I knew I wasn't I knew all that. But then that's when my toxic right. stuff started coming out because I don't, I don't be emotional like that. You know, I don't do all crying and all of that stuff. That's a toxic part of me because <laughs> you know, being raised by a single black woman, it's like okay, I was brought up. We don't, we don't show weakness. You don't, you don't show your emotions. You're mm-hmm. allowed to have them, but you don't give people the benefit of the doubt to let them know they affected you. So it's like now, right? <laughs> right. So it's like now, in my profession, you know, it's like I have to communicate. I have to, you know, teach people how to communicate their feelings and let them know that mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, but yeah, I rage when I'm on, when I'm about to come on my period. It's like Dr. Jeff woman is hot, but I can acknowledge that that's my issue, and I need to work on ways of controlling my behavior. You know. So that's mm-hmm. that's one thing. I think like even with that, when I, with my cycle, it's like I would be like irritated. I'm like yelling. I'm frustrated. Everything. I'd be like, "What <laughs> is going on?" I was like, "Let me just let me just, let me check let me check my app." The I flow app. You got the flow <laughs> app. Let me see what's going on. <laughs> what is it? It's called mine. Called, called flow. What is it called? Let me see. Let me double check. Remind you to take your birth control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about everything. You want to know about discharge? Every, what yeah. is it? Creamy? Is it? Is it lumpy? Is it? You know? Did you have <laughs> sex? Did you stress? Did you drink alcohol? Did you have unprotected sex, girl? I crack up. <laughs> it's going to put down all your symptoms and let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it detected my period, and I and I looked at that. And said, "Oh, I'm actually a couple of days early, but that's where that was from. I'm not having." Uh, uh, right. Breakdown. Just my hormones. <laughs> and my homegirl called me, and she like, "I'm just like stressed out, just having a day." And I'm like, "Well, it's just cycle coming to so usually come on at the same time." She's like, "You know what? That's probably what it is." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she the same <laughs> way. She's like, "I'm not an emotional person. I just I don't know what's going on with me today." And I'm like, "Girl, just check your key. where you at." <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. So it's like, that- well, why do you, it like get us? <laughs> right. So I say I feel like I have only one 
because the week before my period start, I'm like emotional, I'm tired, I'm cranky, and then the period mm-hmm. starts, and then a week after, it's like my hormones raging. I want to have, I said, all I'm thinking about was having sex the week after, but then yeah. I get one week where I'm just like normal. I get one normal week out the month. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to, you gotta like understand, you gotta like, people got men gotta understand that they gotta have patience with us because mm-hmm. we only normal one week out the month and y'all gonna have to get in where y'all fit in yeah. doing the other days. I felt like my ex and I would break up every time, you know, one of us was about to come on <laughs> our periods. And it's like both of us getting our periods. But I don't know why like right. I can say that and tell somebody and acknowledge that, but I don't want people to say that to me. Like somebody said to me, I wish you hurry up and bleed. You know, and get it over with. That would piss me off to the highest levels of being pissed off. Right. <laughs> Cause that ain't all it's about. <laughs> Shit. We can't control it. We cannot control it. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Give us some space on these days. Go ahead on about your business for a couple of days and I call you and let you know when to come back. Right. That's why <laughs> I told my friend, like, look, you know, I'm about to come on my period. So if I'm a little moody or want to be, you know, it might not be. You gotta know when to separate yourself from people. Sometimes maybe it's not a good time. I come right. over here because everything you did is gonna irritate the fuck out of me. Right, and I'm gonna be rolling my eyes every time you say something like, mm-hmm. "No, shut up." Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta chill like mm-hmm. that? <laughs> and it's just like you know, I'm ready to to do something to to you know piss that person off, give them a reason to just, you know, right. and then you wind up, you know, feeling sad about it. Like, well, I don't know. Like, I, like, I don't know why that. they're ignoring me. Exactly. Why don't they, you know. Right. Like, why? what's wrong with you? My phone dry. Why you being, like, why you acting like a girl? Mm-hmm. Like, why you being so soft right now? Take it and, like, keep right. moving. And that's another thing I noticed. I gotta stop doing, like, my whole life, I have never apologize. I talked about this in one of my other mm-hmm. episodes. I have never apologized to a dude mm-hmm. because I always felt like like I said what I said and I act how I act. You're going to chuck it up and tomorrow we're going to start new and I'm not apologizing. So <laughs> just last year is when I first apologized to a guy for acting crazy. And I should have how was that? How did you muster up the courage to do that? But because I, re- I really liked them. First, I really liked them, and then I thought about it like, I don't want to mess it up. I need, I recognize that I was wrong, mm-hmm. and I think I was mad at him because he said he was going to do something or he was going to call me back or something, and he didn't. And it pissed me off because I'm like, look, if you say you're going to do something, then do it. <laughs> if you can't do it, just let me know you can't do it. It's simple. I can't make it. I'm sorry I couldn't call you. I was busy. Simple. So he didn't do it. So then I've sent him this message like, um, it says something like, thank you for reminding me not to be listening to what a man say and pay attention to what he did. It was just like a whole little tantrum. And then later on, when I sat and thought about it, I'm just like, you're doing too much. It's not even your boyfriend. You're doing too much. Like, he probably was just busy because he had kids and he had, like, work. So you probably just is tripping for nothing. So, and then I apologized in person. Mm-hmm. So... I just went over there and apologized to him. He was like, no, you're good. You, I understand. And I was like, oh. But I was eating. <laughs> it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. And that's gross, sis, right there. That's right. So, yeah, he was the first one I apologized to. 
And I think I think I really only apologized to him because I really mm-hmm. liked him, and he was like a good guy. So I was like, I'm going to apologize for being yeah. a bitch. Yeah, and I need so. to apologize more. You know, mm-hmm. um, because just like you saying, like a lot of times I write it off, like, well, look, I'm sorry you too stupid to understand where I was coming from, but I really apologize, and like. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way, but I said what I said. <laughs> you know? Right. You had to tough right. it up. Take it on the chin. And, and a lot of moving. things can be misconstrued via text, so it was good that she did that in person. And I also need to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, fuck it. I don't want to deal with it today. I-, I have a bad habit of just cutting people off no explanation. And I was like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And-, and that's not good. You know, and that's that's an immature side to me that I'm working on, and I know that's a thing. But apologizing can be, mm-hmm. you know, that could be a big thing because it's like, oh, I guess I gotta, you know, prove that I was wrong about something. Right, and that's the thing I don't want to mm-hmm. be wrong. Like I can't <laughs> be wrong. It's like no, and like you say, it's a part of growing up. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I apologize. So. That's what I did. Yeah, good for me. However, in the end, in the end, he ended up still like I want call. I want to say he was Mm -hmm. an asshole, but that's why I'm gonna call it in the end. He's still an asshole. Man, he was still a good guy, but just, huh? No, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, I'm here. I mean, he was a good guy. Just it, just like. That's a whole nother conversation. Just whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to keep giving him no attention because he might be listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know they are. It's some good stuff. She apologized. Mm. It was hard. Be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Be happy with that. And let's move. And now we don't talk and don't call me. Sight. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? This is this I'm a joking. practice for when you know for the next one. You know, apologize or not that hard. Right. You know, we don't like it's it. It's not. If it's just, <laughs> I don't like it at all because it's like you say. I just I can't admit to you that I was wrong. It's mm-hmm. just hard. I even I even have to like I have to apologize to my kids sometimes. Like if I'm yelling at them because I'm mad at something else, mm. and I'm like, you know what? Go back and apologize. Tell them you're sorry. Yeah. And you're not mad because my my youngest son's like, why are you being mad at Aww. me? And I'm I'll be like, I'm not mad. He's like, your face is mad. Got some nonverbal. That is so good that like right. little kids are so smart. You know, yes. it's like I'm already I'm fine, but your face is all frowned up. Yeah, and he's like, no, <laughs> your face is mad. I gotta put a. <laughs> Another behavior that needs to be changed. Like, I'm gonna get it together. I got time. Yeah, one step in. Right. All right. So let's do. Okay. So the last one is: um, Are women really topic toxic in your opinion, or is that like them using that as an excuse to be like to have bad behavior? Like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just toxic. That's me. Hmm. A lot of times that does happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's more so with women who are a little older. Mm-hmm. 
when I come to find out that much older women, they it's like they at a point like, wow, I'm stuck in my ways. If you don't like it, then you know right. that's on that's on you. Um, but I think yeah, women are toxic, and then you have the ones that do not acknowledge it and use it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. That's you just know? the way I am. Like you say, I'm stuck in my ways. That's the way I am right now. Yeah, it's never too late to correct yourself. Right, accountability. Like they expect, mm-hmm, like they expect the world and the people to just change to their benefit, mm-hmm. without you know realizing that they require you know um, they need to evolve also. Right, right. If change is going to happen. It's like if you don't change, things are going to change around you, and you you're not going to like it. Therapist going to therapy because it's so taboo to be able to be like, I got to go talk to somebody mm-hmm. about it. So them behaviors that you have come from some trauma that you went yeah. through that you never went and saw nobody to get help for. So it's not that you that's just the way you are. It's just you've never got help to deal with the shit that's going on in your head. Yeah. And so now you're just going to be treating everybody bad and thinking, oh, that's just the way I am. No, you need to go get some help. Mm-hmm. And then you can fix yourself and you ain't got to raise your kids being angry because you angry and then they raise their kids to be like, stop the cycle by getting some right. help. Or, you know, raising kids to be That's angry mean. because your mother was angry or your father was angry. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, you make a very good point. You know, a lot of us, I think that we project our inner child on people who we are in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, my father wasn't there. Now you're not there, you know, ain't none of y'all going to be there for me. You know, um, and, and certainly searching, <laughs> always searching for what we did not get as a child in that yes, person who we go to. to. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I think it hurts more when things do not work out. Because I can say for me, the one thing that I was, that, that I look for is safety. That's big for me. So, mm-hmm. If I don't feel, if I can't feel safe with you, it's like you reminded me of everything in my childhood that that, that shouldn't have happened. Right. You know, and, and I think that, you know, that that shapes our perception, our worldview. Mm-hmm. The part, your, your, your view on love and relationships and not even like relationships as boyfriend and girlfriend, but relationships with people in general. Right, period. All of that starts from when you're a child because mm-hmm. that's the only teacher you have is your environment teach you how to deal with people how to resolve conflict how you're supposed to be loved how you're not supposed to be loved all of that comes from the way you was raised right and so as adults if you never get that you don't know you just out here just like accepting anything or projecting your pain on somebody else because you don't know how to deal with them. you don't know how to relate to other people so right Everybody to get some help. Whatever role you you taking on, yeah, in your household. Mm-hmm. If, if you was the savior, you know, you go into these relationships mm-hmm. trying to repair everything. You know, um, it is so interesting how what happened in your childhood. You know, you definitely see that child coming out. Like your inner child is fighting to get what they get their needs met, whether it be and, right. and most of the time is in the most unhealthy ways. Hmm. You know, willing to go Most above and beyond. Yeah. And, and, and for other yourself. people not see that they're not doing anything for you. <laughs> right. All the time. 
and you, you mm-hmm. it's like with my dad not being there and I looked into like I was I'm really into like looking at your birth chart and um how you were raised how that affects you now so mm-hmm. with my dad not being around I like in my dealings with men I'm looking for somebody who is not going to leave because my dad was not there he would say he's coming but he would mm-hmm. never show up and it's like he had like an in and out kind of relationship with my life so I look at my dealings with men who are like in and out and I allow that because that's what I'm used to for a guy to be here then he's gone then he comes back then he leaves and it's yeah. like for me I was accepting that for so long because that's what my dad was doing accepting that in my relationships when I shouldn't have been because mm-hmm. that's not that wasn't healthy because then I'm always having that fear of oh you're going to leave well I'm waiting for you to leave or I'm waiting for it to go wrong instead of just enjoying yeah. the relationship and that projects and like they say what you think becomes your reality so yeah another toxic existence. right right so it's a lot it's a lot um Mm -hmm. when you think about everything from your childhood affecting you as an adult and you have to do this work to get over it or to heal yourself so it doesn't continue a cycle you know on to everybody else the people you meet or your kids or whoever yeah and you have to become that parent to yourself that you didn't have I was I was on this psychology, um, the psychologist, her Instagram this morning, mm-hmm. and I was taking some screenshots and it was like some daily um, mantras you can say to yourself, like you were the parent talking to your inner child and it's called inner mm-hmm. child work. And, it, okay. and it's real good for like um, individuals who deal with PTSD and childhood trauma, because it's not always sexual abuse or physical abuse. A lot of that, you know, is emotional abuse. You know, and just watching your parents, you know, one minute they together, one minute they mm-hmm. not, you know, um, and that verbal abuse is a big thing for me. So, you know, I was more likely to stay with people who would verbally abuse me because to me that, you know, equaled love. Right. And that was normal to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they do that, you know, call me all types of names and then it's like, all right, you buy me something. We now we laughing and joking and everything's cool mm-hmm. again. And that's not because that was their love language, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's another thing. People have a different way of showing emotions, or it's like some people just can't. And you and you like mm-hmm. try to go, Well, that's just the way to y'all. And I know that even though they talking to me like this, or they doing this to me, I know they still love me, they just can't express it. And that's and that's yeah. not healthy for you either, or for them because then they repeat right. the cycle of being toxic to somebody else based on whatever they went through as a child. Right, because if a child is constantly being invalidated, you know, you being a little pussy, you being weak, you you what you crying for, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult, it's like now I don't show my emotions, so it's like I kind of disassociate. Right, when heavy conversations are happening, you know, turning that turning my emotions off mm-hmm. because as a child, I you know I was taught that it's not good to to show emotions. Right, so woo. Yeah, that but that in a child work is something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they when I was a and like for me when I was a kid, it was like we were not able to speak up for ourselves. You they called it mm. talking back. You don't talk back to me. And it's like, no, I'm not talking back. I'm trying to explain to you how I feel. 
So it's like right. now it's like I can't explain. Well, I can't like through a text message I can tell you how I feel, but in person, I just have so much of a hard time explaining how I feel in person because I was never taught or allowed to do that. So like growing up, you like, validated. right? So I'm just like, well, how I feel don't matter. So I'm just gonna be quiet and just say I'm okay and let and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. When really in my head, I got a lot of stuff I want to say, but I just can't get it out. Well, I'm not comfortable enough mm-hmm. to get it out because I don't feel safe in the space with you to say how I really feel. So all of that stuff is just, yeah. it's a lot of work that need to be done. And I know I can, yeah. at least I can recognize that because some people don't recognize they, they got to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. And, they feel like- and that's why I said, like, you know, I'm, I'm 33 now. And for some reasons, like when I turn 30, it's like, okay. I would just start to reflect and then with not being in school anymore, like I'm the type of person that is like, I used school and work as a distraction, Mm -hmm. you know, so I didn't have to acknowledge, you know, different things about myself. Like it was just tunnel vision 24 seven. Like I don't have time to address my emotional needs. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm too busy. You know, or me. Yeah, so it's like, you know, being in a relationship where I had a partner who was romantic and who was trying to get close to me, I couldn't allow that because it's like, I don't have time. Right. You know, but when I was done with school, it's like, damn, like, I really have been cut off from, I really cut myself off from the world. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't been present in this relationship. as I was there, but it's like, mentally, I was not present. Right. So it's a, I think it's a beautiful thing, um, really being able to look inside yourself and acknowledging that it's some shit you really need to work on. Yeah. <laughs> you get in another relationship. And like you said, with friends, family, mm-hmm. romantic partners, it's not just all about the romance. Right. It's with everybody. Your relationships with everybody. And when, yeah. people, and when you say relationships, people automatically think of like a dating situation it's like no you have relationships with your friends you have relationship with your co-workers mm-hmm. it's all a re- hot relation is the key word how you relating to these people so it's yeah. for everybody and even with my friends like I had to recognize that because I was raised like by my grandparents mostly because my mom was like my mom was 15 when she had me so my grandparents mm-hmm. raised me basically and I was spoiled as a kid like they was raising grandparents give you whatever you want so yeah. even with my friends if they not acting the way I think they should be acting I got a whole attitude like oh so you couldn't answer the phone call when I called you you must have been just ignoring me and like trying to be smart and I had to like really mm-hmm. check myself like no bitch she probably was just busy and she couldn't talk to you like it's not about right. you all the time like people she got a life right. people, <laughs> people got a life that don't involve you girl calm down so like, I had to really work on that yeah. at some point to just let people live their life and if they can't answer the phone they can't do what I want them to do I can't be mad so yeah a lot of times kids raised by grandparents and single parents the you know grandparents and parents overcompensate mm-hmm. the things that they feel bad about the child not having right I'm gonna give a little extra because you know the mother ain't here the daddy ain't here so I'm, I'm gonna do this um, right but that's like operating from guilt mm-hmm you know, which can create a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you mean? You, you know, you telling me no. Right. Was, no. I wasn't raised like that. 
I don't even know what that word I means. You mean not right now? Do you still want to do it? What you mean? No. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> we all got to just, it'd be better if everybody could have that power or the understanding, like to really look at themselves, like look at yourself in the mirror, like mm-hmm. go inside of who you are. Like, what is really at the core of who you are? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Like, what's making you behave a certain way that you realize that you don't like? You got to really go inside yourself mm-hmm. and find that out. What can you do yeah. to change? Because sometimes, sometimes it be us, not the other people. Right. Right. It be yeah. us. Now you got some shit what you did. Right. It can't be every. <laughs> it, like, it can't be everybody. Like, I be talking to myself. It can't be just all these guys ain't working out because it's them, girl. It got to be something you doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing wrong <laughs> exactly exactly and that's why like you know what it's like I ain't blaming nobody but my damn self mm-hmm. even if it was somebody's fault I'm. It, it was my fault also equally because I'm turning a blind eye to shit that I should have seen a long time ago and I should have taken time out to get my own shit right together. before before anything else I need to just go to that shit mm-hmm. and also so- you attract you'll yep. never attract somebody who is healed oh God, so right you, like it's, a, it's like something I recognize like I will never be able to get the person who I feel like I deserve if I'm not that person myself so mm-hmm. it's like I gotta do the work like really do the work on me and that's going to take time and I can't rush it and that's my thing I don't really have a lot of patience so I have to like train myself not to rush mm-hmm. things like just let it go how it's gonna go don't put no expectations on it whatever just take your time yeah so yeah and there's a lot of uncertainty when you're not strapped down to one person that's another thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no technically we ain't together so I can't get mad right you now all these technicalities right. And I have a problem like, with it. If we dating or we in a relationship, what is right. it? You know, right? And it's like I get like that when I like if I'm talking to a couple guys and it's like one I really like, so then me and him start talking more than the other ones, and the other ones like kind of just fall off. But we not together. But it's like mm-hmm. I have to realize he's probably still talking to other women, even though I cut all my dudes off. He probably still considering his options, and I might just be an option, so I can't get attached to him. Cause I might still be just mm-hmm. one of his options, so I gotta be. And that drive me crazy. Yeah. So be like, well, what you doing? And I'd be like, but you can't really ask somebody that because y'all not together. So, because <laughs> I had somebody, I had a guy text me. I told him I was gonna call him back one night, and I ended up not calling him back. And so, like the next morning, he was, oh, so you went to sleep last night because you ain't called me. And I was like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, girl, I was like, no. Imme- immediately got right. Like, you ain't gonna be asking me that. You was about to. And then I'm like, that's probably how some guys feel when I asked that <laughs> yesterday. They probably feel the same way. Like, together, yeah, I ain't gotta call you back. I mean, it would be nice if I called you back, but I end up doing something else and I didn't call you, so you can't be mad. So, mm-hmm. I gotta step outside myself and really think about some stuff before I do it. Yeah, like, girl, why was you about to just cuss this man right. out? Just seeing what happened? <laughs> and then the minute somebody don't check on you, it's like, oh, you don't care about yeah, me, huh? Yeah, see? see? All y'all niggas is Right, crying. so you didn't even call me all day. <laughs> that little text message you sent only had um, GM and not good morning as usual. Like, 
girl. Mm-hmm. We gotta chill out. We gotta chill out with the tax city. Chill out. Right. Have you posting relationship quotes and shit? <laughs> he's not even following you. And he be just like, I'm wasting my fucking time. He can't read this. <laughs> like, yeah, it says he ain't looking at it. He looking at your views. Oh, he ain't look at it yet. Girl, okay. that's why I got to stop. Then every other, every other nigga hit you. It's like, it pissed me the fuck off. It's like, like, all right, well, every other nigga be talking. You ain't, you ain't responding to my shit. Okay. So you must don't like, you must be responding to And it's like, damn, shit. you know, you got to remember. <laughs> Right, instead of thinking, oh, maybe he at work. And why right. why you want this nigga to see this post so damn much? Okay, right. you need what to grow you think up. You gonna say? <laughs> right. and then, and then they, this man is at work. Say nothing. You're like, oh, so you ain't gonna say nothing? Oh, all right. <laughs> you ain't gonna say nothing. Okay, then. And it's like he probably know you being extra. Right, and mm-hmm. ignore it. Yeah, they ignore it, because that's how the guy... You don't care enough. Right, that's how we feel like, oh, you nope. don't care enough. And I gotta stop, because with my... With my um, when I was in a relationship for 11 years, it was like, we would fight, but then we would make up. And it's like, oh, well, when we fight, we argue, you gonna come back, and it's gonna be normal, but everybody not like that. Like, everybody not gonna fight with you, and then it be okay. So, you gotta chill. Yes, and I'm not. I'm sorry, it's a bunch of boys on dirt bikes. Okay. Girl. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. These, um... It's, it's, I'm sorry, this is totally off topic, but this is this is a culture shock to me because I'm in a suburban neighborhood right now, mm-hmm. and it's the weekend, and all of these young boys that are on dirt bikes are Caucasian. I've never seen anything like this huh? in my life except for motocross. Yeah, outside in the parking lot, riding on dirt bikes. Wow, nobody calling the police. <laughs> No, no, that's that's what's fascinating to me. Not near police officer sight. I don't see no Karens out here concerned about the community at all. Well, you mm. know, because they call Karens. Yeah. yeah, that's another story, but yeah, yeah, girl, I know what you mean because I be trying to get attention sometimes too, and then I think about it like, you silly, you a silly motherfucker. Look mm-hmm. at you, that's why. This this is why <laughs> you're in the position you in now. This is why down. this right here. And then sometimes like the like, memes you ain't ready right now. No, because then memes will fuck with your head. And like you know what? That's exactly how he probably feel. He probably thinking exactly that. And it's just like, girl, no, it's just a meme on social media. Mm-hmm. It's not your real life. Like take your emotions out of it. That's not your real yeah. life. And then let him post something. You know like, what are you trying to say? You trying to be smart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, like, yeah. oh, he he on here. He ain't texting me. He on social media. Girl, he my post. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, back. That one, I have unfollowed <laughs> and blocked so many guys, and even the same guy I didn't block and unfollow multiple times, and he be like, "Why do you keep doing it?" <laughs> <laughs> And it'd be so funny. Like, I seen this meme that I was going to post, and it said, I blocked this nigga yesterday, and he in my bed right now. That's why they don't take us serious. And that was a situation where I <laughs> followed him, and we still was dealing with each other, but we just wasn't following each other on social media. And it's just like, you got to be out here. My ex was certainly blocked from my side. Huh. She was definitely blocked because I was sick. I was like, you know what? I'm sick of getting pissed off with you about this shit. I'm right. sick of seeing P 
people commenting because why why the fuck she posting this emoji with the like little the little smirk what that mean that see and i think going forward i'm not following if i meet a guy i don't want your social media i don't i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna stress myself out with this oh you was online three minutes ago but i text you to out i'm not i don't i don't want to deal with it so going forward we're gonna cut it out Oh, what happened was I fell asleep or, or mm, my phone died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd be like, that don't... Like, that's like, bullshit. You, asleep. you heard me calling you because you was online 10 minutes before I called <laughs> you. Now you was asleep. See, I don't want to go through that. Mm-hmm. So, going forward. Yeah, because when my ex did that, they Right, did. that's what they was doing. <laughs> it was lying. And it's like, you don't want to put yourself through that stress. And then now you're that toxic girl. You're telling, you're telling everybody. Right. <laughs> Are you crazy and you know, all that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we're not even going down that path going forward. Mother and sister already don't like you. Ain't even messy yet. <laughs> Could you keep going off on the post? <laughs> like, you can't even come to the fucking cookout because they don't want your energy, sis. <laughs> yeah, abandonment issues. They don't right. want it. They leave her home. <laughs> y'all ain't got to come. We ain't got enough food or any kind of excuse. Don't even y'all. We gonna go ahead and end it early for y'all even get here. Don't worry about it. Don't bring her. Yep. Because so. I'll be the one. And that's when I reel into the whole um, unnecessary commentary on fuck you and your boy head mother. <laughs> you know. And that's unnecessary. Right. <laughs> that's unnecessary. Right. Well, sometimes it is. I had a situation okay. this morning. That's another conversation. I had a situation this morning. I was like, you know what? Everybody, if I had a penis, y'all can suck it. Like you, your father, your mother, all mm-hmm. y'all. And yeah. that's how I felt. And I was like, you know what? Calm down. Delete all of them on Facebook. Don't fucking tell me happy birthday. Girl, every <laughs> but like when I broke up with my ex, everybody gone. Even his friends. His friends, his one of his uh, friends' wife was like, Why should you delete me? Because y'all really cause y'all friends i'm not friends with you you friends with him i just don't want you on my page i don't want your cousin who knows him on my, like all of y'all delete all of y'all mm-hmm. we only yeah. know relations yeah and that's what i think i'm about to do mm-hmm. bye i'm sick of seeing shit pop up memories girl Facebook remind you every time and i mean no i don't want to be reminded these memories from seven years ago <laughs> girl they still be on my phone like my iphone <laughs> pop up with your pictures from two years ago, three years ago, I'm like, stop. How you turn this shit off? How you turn it off? Because I don't want to be reminded of none mm-hmm. of that. Like, let it go. It's over. Bye. Sick of it. <laughs> I don't want to be reminded. I don't need these memories. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you for coming on the episode and having this discussion. So, now that we're at the end, Thank you for having You're me. Welcome. So, do you think um, this would be something you want to do, like be a podcast co-host? Yes, absolutely. This is fun. Okay, good, good. This is fun. I like it. Good. And I think it's helpful to have these discussions too with other yeah. women. I would so. love to have like a panel, like a um, I do a live and have like a panel discussion. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Could do that. Just let me know. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Okay. And I'm going to practice on one less toxic thing every oh, day. I'm going to want to try to do right. that. Yeah. Every day mm-hmm. you try to like get to the bottom of why you acting the way you are, and see how you can fix it. That's good. Yes. 
I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna do that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My list of things to do. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for coming on. This ain't gonna cuss nobody out. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you for having You're me. Welcome. <laughs> and I will talk to you um, on the next episode. The next time you come on. All righty. Keep me I posted. Definitely will. Thank you guys for listening. All right.